Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I thought we just had a couple negative plays, a couple negative plays offensively. Other than that, I think we moved the ball well. I think we executed um, Pretty, pretty high rate tonight. Um, like a lot of penalties, uh, the two turnovers, conversions on fourth down. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 proud of the way the guys fought. I'm I'm really, uh, you know, it was obviously we lost. And, you know, everybody wanted to win. It's big big night, big game for us. But I'm not I'm not discouraged by what happened tonight. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday morning. Kyler says he's not discouraged by what happened last night. Uh, I think some other people are, including uh, us on the show, because the Cardinals blew a chance last night to uh, win the division uh, and certainly uh, put themselves closer to the number one seed. Right, let's talk through some of the awards here in the NFL. Yes. We do have a lot to get to. Ryan McDonough, about 20 minutes on the NBA. Bill Krakenberger, next hour. Uh, I can't wait to talk to him. So, but let's start right now. Awards. Kyler Murray, MVP. Let, let's start with the MVP. Joe, you said it yesterday. Yeah. If Kyler has a big game, let's see what the odds look like. He did have some big numbers, big yards. Um, <laughs> 444 last night, but no touchdowns at all. The two interceptions. He struggled last night. There's no question. And his odds in the in the MVP took a tumble. I saw it 13 to 1 this morning. Yep. Goes from the third favorite to the fifth favorite, nine to one, down to thirteen to one. So, yeah, we can throw out different ideas. Like Cooper Cup, we'll get to him probably more so with the Offensive Player of the yep. Year award with Taylor. And I can't wait to talk about Defensive Player of the Year. I think that's the most intriguing of all of these. Like we've talked about how the Coach of the Year has shifted so much. Every week goes by. It feels like another award is off the board. That's mm-hmm. what we've noticed over the past few weeks. MVP not off the board. Now, we I've been saying that I felt it's going to be Brady all along, and now he's a minus 155 favorite, plus 500 for Rodgers. I think we stopped there. Am I wrong? Do we stop there? Am, am I missing another name? I'll, I'll make my Rodgers case in a second here, but uh, are, are we missing somebody who could go on a tear in the final month of the season, then all of a sudden join this conversation? So I don't think you are. Um, nobody else is within 10 to one. I mean, the next closest right now is Dak at 12 to one. And we've look at Dak's numbers, Aaron, over the past three, four weeks, Dak Prescott is not playing very good football. He's not close to MVP level. Then there's Mahomes. Then there's Murray. If there's one name, Joe, you said, can anyone kind of jump in? Mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting where the odds have Justin Herbert just sitting there at 14 to one. They'd have to have a tear. He'd have to keep playing great football. They have to beat the Chiefs this Thursday. But he does have some incredible numbers for a second-year quarterback. Um, and his QBR consistently all year has been at the top. I think Brady overtook him this past week in total QBR, but he's right there. Like, he's had a great season. I would say no. I mean, I my, my thought right now is, 
you're right. It is a two-person race, and I think it's Tom Brady's to lose. I think yeah. it's Tom Brady's award. I'm looking at the stats side by side, and you have to be even more sold on Brady. Obviously, Rodgers missed the one game, so one game difference. How many more passing touchdowns does Brady have than Rodgers? Would you guess? Uh, I would guess Brady is probably in the mid 30s. I think you said yesterday he's going to comfortably go over, um, comfortably go 40. over 40. I don't know. Uh, he has, let's say, eight or nine more touchdowns. Nine more. He has nine more touchdowns. Uh, yards per game, Brady's at 318, Rodgers 268. Wow. And a, a big gap. Big gap. Brady has already eclipsed the 4K mark. So he's going to go over 5K, and he's going to have well over 40 touchdowns, probably in the mid-40s, mm -hmm. if, assuming that he plays every game. Uh, quarterback rating, Brady 104. Rodgers is 109. So that's... That's kind of interesting, but I really, as we look at this, and they're both fighting for a bye, I don't know that Tampa Bay has to be the one seed for Brady to win the award. Rodgers does. Right? Like that, he yes. needs something extra. He needs yes. something extra to get there. Right. Uh, yards I think the odds are right. Uh, Rodgers right. a little bit ahead in yards per attempt. But yeah, Where's the odds. QBR, third, fourth, fifth. QBR. Herbert's got – it's Brady, Herbert. Is that one, two? Brady's number one. Herbert, number two. Rogers four. Okay. Yeah, I it's think Brady. it's Brady. It, like, everything's Brady. Everything. Find me something else. And how many receivers of his have been hurt this year? Yeah. No, nah, it's Brady. And he's healthy. And Rogers isn't. I mean, he keeps saying his toe's getting worse. He might be, he might be dramatic about the whole thing. But – if I'm going to bet on one of these two to continue playing great down the stretch, it's it's Tom Brady. The only case that I think a lot of people would make is remove Rodgers, remove Brady. Well, you're kind of saying that the Bucks GM is better than the Packers GM, right? Like we we know the because right. you have so many weapons on offense that that maybe the next quarterback, I don't even know who the backup is right now. It doesn't even matter because Brady never misses a game. Is it still Gabbard? I don't even know. That they would Probably step is. in and be an average quarterback, and Jordan Love would not step in and be an average quarterback. Yeah. The other aspect of this, too, like we saw it, like if we're using that because the Jordan Love thing happened, right? We saw Jordan Love play and he stunk. Well, then that, like that destroys Kyler, too, right? They went two and one without Kyler. Like if, if we're using what our eyes told us with the backup, you have to almost totally remove Kyler Murray from the discussion. It's, yeah. it's, it's fair and unfair at the same time. Let me throw one, one thing, one quick thing. Week 16, Packers-Browns Saturday afternoon island game. Week 17, Sunday night football, <laughs> Packers-Vikings island game. He's back-to-back, -back, uh, he, only game in town where he could impress. That's, that's so it's the not, only strong case. First one's not just an island game, guys. Yeah. It's Christmas night. It oh, is a God. Christmas Island game. Oh. Wait, Christmas night? Well, whatever. That, I don't know, what time is the game? I, whatever is that time better is. or worse? That's afternoon. That's like 3.30. It yeah. might be worse because let's. Yeah. I know our world of sports. I think the majority of the country watches Christmas movies with their family. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Yeah. But people watch the NBA on Christmas. It's, it still is. A, there's sports on TV and a lot. I mean, there's a reason the NBA is on Christmas. I've people seen, are I've watching. Been, I've been at my a lot family of always watches NBA on Christmas. I've been at a lot of Christmases. People are not watching the NBA. That's interesting. Does it help or hurt him if he blows the Browns out on Christmas? Yeah, it's kind of like background. Yeah, people are no, not. No, but I agree with that. No, yeah. I, that's true. It may, yeah. I'm not sitting down on Christmas the same way. I'm sitting down on a normal Sunday, but it's background, right? right? Like I'll, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right, let's go to offensive player of the year. And really we've talked about this in a lot of different ways over the course of the season, but one of the ways has been does. And I said yesterday, if Cooper cup had a big game, I thought he could be right there with Jonathan Taylor. Boom. They're tied right now. Plus plus one fifty on FanDuel right now. Joe, you've said for a while, you think there's a chance or we were debating the chances of the quarterback MVP, same thing, right? Same guy. Mm-hmm. It, Brady's at 30 to one right now. So he's moved in that it's closer and there's less people in front of him. It's Cup, it's Taylor, clear favorites, Devontae Adams, then Tom Brady. 25 and 30 to one. There's a big gap. You have to have an all time season to win both. He's having a great year. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Right. The numbers are amazing for what he's doing at his age. He's not winning both. Um, I, I expected one or more of these quarterbacks to start going on a run. Hasn't happened yet. I don't think there's enough time because the stats just aren't as gaudy. Offense is down across the league, so the stats aren't as crazy as we see in most seasons. So plus 150, plus 150. I actually think Cup should be uh, favored by a little bit, and maybe there's a little bit of recency bias there. Man, is he amazing. <laughs> Time after time last night was at 13 grabs on 15 targets. He is such an awesome player. It's going to be Cup or Taylor. Flip a coin, man. Flip a coin. I don't, I don't see anybody else jumping in. The only one, if you're looking for a little bit of value, a little bit of value, just throwing a little dart out there, I think Debo. You know, if, if the Niners go on a run, yeah. people, have, people are finally coming around and seeing – how valuable he is to that offense. But the tough part is catching these guys as long as they stay healthy. I don't see him doing that. But but that is a lot of value at 30-1. to 1. Aaron, what do you think? Offensive player of the year, Cup or Jonathan Taylor? I think Jonathan Taylor. I was just looking at this. Um, man, 
early in the season, like week four, the Jonathan Taylor odds were amazing for offensive player of the year. I mean, I wish I, I, I know people that have I know people that have a uh, MVP ticket at three hundred to one on Taylor. Wow, it's not going to hit, but no, but it's it's interesting. It's like it's yeah. only your, almost like your Juan Soto ticket. Like, it's not it didn't hit, <laughs> but like wow, right. I'm curious, Joe O, like um, this is kind of your your niche here, you know, the futures. Do, is there a week that you find is more like profitable, like a week four, week five to kind of find these gems, you know, when it comes to betting on the NFL awards? It really depends uh, with with the two names involved here. The the numbers have gotten shorter every single week. So, yeah, this is probably a bad situation. I mean, I. It's tough to say. You can't say blank with blanket statement. Oh, week four, week yeah. five. That's when you find the most value. Sometimes there's value there, but probably if you shop around one of the awards, you will find some value. I mean, even a month ago, you could still find value on Bill Belichick. People were were denying it, and they didn't think that this was going to continue. And all they've done is win seven consecutive games, and now he's uh, nearly the odds-on favorite at, at even money to be the Coach of the Year award. So, yeah, that's tough to say. It's just something that I, if you're into this that I would suggest uh, checking back on week after week. And it's tough, but you've got to take stands. You've got to take stands, and uh, yeah. you'll hit once in a while. But you'll and be listen to our too. show because we check yes. in on it every that's week. That's right. That's that exactly is, that we is true. We, we, do, we try to take, uh, take a little bit off uh, your plate. We're all busy and uh, do some of the homework here and hopefully hit on some winners. All right, before we get to defensive player there, because I know you're excited to talk about that one, Joe, and I'm excited to talk about Michael yeah. Parsons' chances. Quickly, history. I wonder if how history plays into what we think here. Do you know there's only been one wide receiver in the history of the award to win, not named Jerry Rice? And that was Michael wow. Thomas two years ago. Wide receivers don't win. Here's my theory on why. Because if a wide receiver has a big year, the quarterback gets the credit. Like, if they're putting up 1,800 mm -hmm. yards, they probably have a quarterback putting up a, a lot of yards, too, and they're in the MVP discussion. This this is like a weird year where I don't think the Rams quarterback, Stafford, is getting – he's not in the discussion, right? We, he's not really going to win the MVP. And people hate so, him. And people hate him. So, so Cup's getting the credit, and he's great. I think Cup's got a real chance to win it. It reminds me of Michael Thomas two years ago. All those catches, all those yards. Um, I think Taylor's got to have a big last four weeks to, to win this thing. All right, defensive player of the year. Let's go to this because this one is interesting. Uh, it continues to change and shift almost on a weekly basis. So we are sitting now with four players at less than 10 to 1 odds. The favorite right now, Miles Garrett, plus 250 on FanDuel. Second, Micah Parsons, plus 350. I got him at 30 to 1 about two weeks ago. TJ Watt is at 4 to 1. Aaron Donald is at 8 to 1. Those are your four players within the top 10. Or should we do within 10 to 1? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, this Watt injury opened up the entire award. I thought Watt was going to win. He still leads in sacks. He still leads in forced fumbles. 16 sacks, four forced fumbles, 16 tackles for loss. Awesome year. And he's the third favorite at 4 to 1. Any word uh, on him coming back? Because if he can come back and play a couple of games and have some sort of an impact... He could sure. still win the award since he's still leading in uh, in a couple of these categories. But where do we go? Parsons, big jump this week. During the game, some some books were uh, updating these odds, and he went from 25 to 1 
all the way down to the favorite. Not the favorite at Fandle. He's the second favorite, but he's the favorite for Defensive Player of the Year. Impressive, awesome season. I've always held against it. You you got a great number, Joe G, on him. But I just didn't think that the voters would go Rookie of the Year and then also Defensive Player of the Year. Like the Tibbs conversation last year with Coach of the Year, I am wondering if we have different rules for certain teams. We have different rules in the NBA with the New York market. Do we have different rules in the NFL when it comes to the Cowboys? Yeah, I, well, I mean, Dak's an overwhelming favorite for Comeback Player of the Year, so that could lead you to think yeah. it's about the Cowboys. I saw this stat yesterday remarkable on, on Micah Parsons. Through 13 games, Micah Parsons has more sacks, tackles, tackles for loss, and quarterback hits than Khalil Mack had in his entire 2016 Defensive Player of the Year season. He wow. surpassed them in 13 games. He's got four to go. Obviously, in that season, there were only 16 games. But he has four. He's already surpassed the season statistically that Khalil Mack had uh, when he won a defense player. Year. Now, it's obvious numbers don't win you this. you got to be better than the other guys in the season you're playing. But I think he's got a real chance to win it. I mean, he's a game wrecker. And the way they use him, he's a game wrecker. I mean, he just I've, changes the game every week. I've got one I want to throw at you with a little bit of value. Okay, flying under, flying under the radar, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's 20 to 1. Mm. He leads the NFL in TFLs with 18. He's second in forced fumbles. There's a few guys there at, at uh, second that have three. And he has, he's third in the NFL in sacks with 14. So he trails Watt, the leader, by two sacks. Can Bosa do enough in the last month at 20 to 1? Could he needs to have a, a, a Parsons esque kind of game, right? Like everyone's watching, he's got to wreck the game. Two sacks, four fumbles. He had a big game last week. He got Burrow mm-hmm. uh, a couple big times there. It's interesting. I'm hope I'm rooting for Parsons because I got the 30 to one ticket. Garrett is the favorite on the other side. Let's talk some NBA. Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider, will join us to talk all things NBA. Steph Curry and of course the Ben Simmons trade discussion. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook.